Hey all you punk rockers out there. Season 2 is underway and the show will be back after some time. If you can't wait, episodes will still show up on Patreon as soon as they're finished, so you can catch them early there. There will be some bonus episodes coming out on whatever app you're using to listen to this in the meantime though, so keep checking in. A couple months ago, I did an interview with some friends who run the Born Too Late radio show on WFMU. It's a great show worth checking out. They do interviews with people from all walks of life in the punk world. That's musicians, zine creators, promoters, bloggers, distributors, you name it. I'll have a link to their archive in the show notes if you want to check them out. They were kind enough to send me the audio of our interview to put out as a bonus episode, and that's what I'll be playing for you now. So, without any more waiting, here is their interview with me on Born Too Late. Hello and welcome to the Born Too Late program, coming at you from Sheena's Jungle Room on listener-supported WFMU Freeform Radio. This is a show where I, Jay Castro, and my esteemed co-hosts, Mr. Josh Rutledge and Mr. Alex Kish, we like to talk to musicians, label owners, DJs, bloggers, or anyone else that's making a fuss in the music we love. If you like what you hear on our humble program, we ask that you please go and give us a like, give us an ad, give us a love, give us a hug, whatever on uh, on your social media. We're at Born Too Late WFMU. Not only does this help us, of course, but it also helps spread the word on the projects that our guests are involved in. So. Um, one thing that you guys might not know is that I'm a huge fan of podcasts. I listen to podcasts almost as much as I listen to music. Um, I love comedy podcasts, movie podcasts, comic book podcasts, Star Wars podcasts, and of course, music podcasts and more particular podcasts about punk rock. So I stumbled upon, uh, this podcast called let's talk punk rock simply by accident. Obviously, the name intrigued me, so I decided to give it a listen. Uh, what I found were episodes packed with well-thought-out, short-controlled bursts of biographical information on some of Punk's biggest names narrated by a guy that sounds passionate and excited about the music he talks about. So, I am excited to welcome the man behind the Let's Talk Punk Rock podcast, Shay Garrison. Welcome to... The Born Too Late program, man. How you doing? Doing doing well. Cool, man. So how's uh, how's your part of the country treating you right now? You getting cold. you getting blasted? Yeah, it's uh, it's cold. The roads are fine, um, but we still don't want to go outside. And I don't blame you. No, Alex is probably in the same boat. It's a little cold today. Uh, it's, it's still no snowfall, which is awesome. I don't want to go shovel any of it, so works out. Yeah. No, we yeah. get it. We get it in the morning, just enough to, you know, make you have to go out and scrape your car. But then it's gone by the afternoon. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. So, Shay, here, here on Born Too Late, we're we're big on on origin stories. Okay, so. I wanted to ask you, can you remember what, what song, what, what record, what band was your, your gateway drug into punk rock music? So, <clears throat> there, yeah, my first CD, um, one of the first ones is uh, Green Day's Dookie, but I didn't know, like, 
what punk rock music was then. I just liked that CD. Um, but I know like once I, I got into high school and that started to become a thing and I started like seeking out music, uh, I think I think the Ramones Rocket to Russia was was the first one I got. Um, and then I remember uh, I remember getting the the SLC punk soundtrack and after I got that, like it flipped it over and I just tried to get CDs from every single band that was on there and it just kind of kept going from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's, that's where I, I first started getting into it all. It's really interesting how like, cause Alex, I was a huge green day fan. Alex is a huge green day fan. Yep. And a lot of the people on the show, we always say, all roads lead back to Green Day. It's true. <laughs> it's know, it's so way. true, especially <laughs> in like my age group because I'm like 40. <laughs> like when I was first getting into it, it's like, yep. You look at the back of CDs, look at the inserts. You're like, I need to buy everything in this insert because the internet yeah. was running on crap dial-up at the time. I remember my my brother had a, a poster for Dookie, and like the poster had even more little things in it i remember just sitting and staring at that thing for hours like seeing because every time you look at it you see something new right like oh what are those dogs doing on that building they're throwing poop that's hilarious (laughs) um but yeah i I loved that i want to get um not like it's a hard record to find but i want to get it for for my oldest boy because i know he he really likes looking at the album artwork right now i was like that's that's a perfect one for him oh yeah yeah, totally. Um, so tell me about uh, your podcast, Let's Talk Punk Rock. What led you to decide to, to do a podcast, and, and in particular, like one of this type? Um, so I, I knew I wanted to do a podcast. Um, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, but I, I didn't listen to any that were like music related. Uh, but I knew I wanted to do one and it got me thinking like, what is something cause I'm not creative enough to like create a story and make like a fictional podcast. And um, so I was trying to think like, what is something that I would like to do that I'm not going to get burnt out on mm. um, I was like, like punk rock music. So then I wanted to find, find some, I was like, I'll find, find some to listen to. And I couldn't find anything that was what I wanted to hear so that from there I was like, I'm just going to make it, I'm going to make my own um, and figure it out. And then from there I started to find others, um, other like music related podcasts and kind of learn from them. And, but yeah, that's, that's, and that's where it, where it came from. It was just something I wanted to do. And I knew that was something that I wouldn't get burnt out on. So are you a, a fan of like podcasts in general? Do you listen to much? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just kind of an easy thing when you're driving or doing chores. I used to, at my last job, it was almost an hour commute. So I'd listen to a lot of podcasts driving back and forth. And that's exactly what I do. Yeah. What's like some of the, you can name drop a couple. It's okay. Like, what's like a few of them that like you may have followed earlier on before you started doing your own? Well, so like like I said, they weren't. I wasn't listening to any music ones because I didn't even oh. realize that was a thing. But um, 
So I, the first one that anyone showed me was Welcome to Night Vale. Um, so it's just like a weird town in the American Southwest. And that's as far as they give on location. And it's it's a it's an interesting concept. The whole thing is is written like a community radio program. So you're just listening to somebody like it's a radio show for a fictional town. Um, and then from there, I started to find like full and scholar productions. And then I started to realize like, oh, there's there's podcasts that just teach you things. And I started getting into those. Um, <clears throat> and then. Yeah, when, once I started looking into this, I I found um, like turned out a punk. That's a, right, that's a fun, yeah. fun one, and uh, no dogs in space, and uh, cocaine and rhinestones was one that surprised me. Yeah, because I never really yeah. listened to a lot of country music, and then I was like, I really dig these stories. Right. Um, he does a good job telling telling the story. Oh yeah, dude, he, excellent. It's like one of the best podcasts. Yeah, like you, I'm like, like George Jones. I'm like, I don't really care much about George Jones, yeah. but yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's excellent. I, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts too. I have yet to listen to like the, the 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 teaching the ones that like show you stuff. I haven't really done it because I guess because I like you said I I listen to on my car and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna remember any of this anyway. <laughs> yeah you know but yeah cool so <clears throat> i i feel like like there's a separation between people who who just like listen to music and people who uh, in turn want to dig deeper and read books and want to uh know more and more about the people actually making the music so uh who was the first person that you can remember that made you want to know more about them or like what band um so I had like, before I started doing the podcast, I had like three books um, on punk music uh -huh. and one of which I still haven't read, but um, I think finding Joseph I was one of them, which is the, the book on HR from the bad brains. Mm. And I think that was one. And that's why I did them as, as my first episode. Um, and it was, it was really it was really something um, when COVID hit and you couldn't go outside anymore. I started watching a lot of documentaries. And so there's, there's a documentary uh, about HR as well. And after watching that, I was like, I, I need to know more. Um, and I started that. I was like, Oh, I, I need to, I need to take notes. This is a, this is a thing. But uh, yeah, I think I had, I had that one. And then the Iggy pop book, and then I have one on John Lydon that I, I haven't opened yet, but I've had for probably 15 years. It's just been sitting on the shelf there. <laughs> I'll get to it. It'll it'll happen eventually. He, he's going to do Eurovision. I saw like he's going to like represent Ireland. And yeah. He's wearing a big oversized suit. It looks kind of wild. If you Google it later, you'd be like, wow, he looks almost like a clown. Like it's just like really just big, gaudy, gigantic suit bizarre so yeah. what is that what is eurovision i don't even know what that is it, it's like it's like america's got talent or like the oh. guess whatever that mask singer type thing is but it's like european but i also think it's like star search ish i don't know it's like all over the place it's definitely like a talent show for sure hmm weird that's really strange publicity stunt i guess <laughs> <laughs> that's weird huh it's not unlike him at all um 
So when I was talking about there, there's there's different kinds of music fans, and I feel like there's yet another kind of music fan, and that's the kind of person that when you hear something you like, you you want to tell all your friends, right? And I, I feel like that's kind of like where all of us kind of fit in. But Shay, did you like before doing this podcast, did you ever do like DJ gigs or did you ever do any kind of journalism like writing for blogs or zines or anything like that? No. Um <clears throat> not not really. Before uh so I, I was a teacher for a while there and before doing that I was an atrocious writer. Um I had to learn how to write to be able to teach kids how to write. Uh so no, I I didn't I didn't ever do anything like that really. Was there anything that like you were you like the type of person that made you know, uh, you know, burn CDs or playlists yeah. for people and stuff like that? Yeah, and that was that was probably my like being kind of pretentious, and you know, somebody was like, "Oh, I I really I I know all about grunge music. I listen to Nirvana," and I'd be like, "Hold on, <laughs> let me let me make you a let me educate you for a moment." <laughs> and uh, and then they'd look at me weird and probably throw the CD away. I spent a really long time on that. Um, but yeah, have you I, heard Tad? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did the I did the same thing with punk music, but that one was I asked for. So I was like, I I need to know more about about punk. And I was like the only kid in in school that dressed up for it. And so they came to me, and I was like, let let me let me take you under my wing, and. Uh, show you all the really popular bands that everybody knows anyway that i think i only know um have you heard of the misfits they're pretty neat um yeah so i i definitely did that i definitely made made cds for people a lot yeah that's it was fun. I, you know i guess you can call it arrogance but i always just was like you know i like this stuff it gives me great happiness i want to pass the happiness on to you my friend you know and if you've heard it toss it over your shoulder you know but if not if there's a one song on there that you haven't heard you know then yeah. that's you know my job's done <laughs> it was kind of fun is then like my little circle of, of punk friends and we would anytime you find a new band you know, couldn't wait to go and like, you guys heard this one and again they were it wasn't like they were underground bands. It's just, we were new to it. So like mm -hmm. generation X, well, I've heard of Billy Idol. Um, and you get, so it was, it was fun just to sort of share those sorts of things with, with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how would one, as a youngster growing up in, in, in Missouri, how would you find new music? Um, like, or your friends, you know, like how would you guys stumble on the things? Uh, no, mostly you, I don't know. We had the internet, so oh, so I forgot you're kind of a young dude, so yeah. Um, <laughs> it is, it was fun when I when I would teach sixth grade and I'd be like, I remember when Google came out and all their heads would explode. Um, <laughs> like Google hasn't always existed, no. Um, have you asked Jeeves? Um, <laughs> Have you web, have you web crawled? Have you net scraped? Uh, I I forgot the question. 
Uh, just how, finding new music, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, it, the internet's once, a thing. It, you, if you get your hands on like a compilation CD or a soundtrack right, or something, yeah. then you'd go and, and find those. Or once you learn like a new subgenre, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's not. It's not all just called punk. What is what is hardcore punk?" And you look that up and like, "Oh, okay. So Bad Brains and Minor Threat. Let's look into those." And you'd be like, oh. Okay, so he also did this thing called Fugazi, and and you just kind of put all the pieces together yeah. as, as you find them, and and it, when anytime you find one that you'd never heard of before, that's when you call your friend and be like, check this band out. Um, I did I did one time, I think I mentioned it in one episode. Um, I had an idea where I contacted like a group of friends that I I felt had similar music taste, and I had them all give me a song. Um. And then, and then I put each of those songs on a CD with the person's name. So you'd see who like put that one in. Uh, and that was kind of a neat idea and burned a bunch of CDs and sent them off to everybody. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then there, there was a, a website that I used to, you know, you'd, you'd order your like patches and things for bands that don't tour anymore. And um, every once in a while they'd have like, one of those obscure DVDs that somebody just made, like here's a collection of videos I've taken from different shows I've been to. And it would arrive on like a burnt disc. And I paid how much for this? Um, <laughs> but then you'd find you, that's where you'd find some of the, the lesser known bands that probably quit playing after that show or. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. So, um, like we mentioned, it's it's just you doing your shows, your episodes. But what do you feel is the hardest part about podcasting that you think people might not realize? Um, I think I think it really depends on the type of podcast. So, like mine, because there's so much research in it, it's yeah. keeping a schedule. I tried really hard when I started to stick to a schedule, um, like. And it just kind of kept slipping further and further behind. And I started just getting really stressed out trying to, <clears throat> like, oh, I've, I've got to get this one done. Um, and then I think it was when I did The Damned because there was just so much on that band oh, yeah. that I just, I gave up. And I was like, it's, it'll come out when it comes out. It's, it's going to happen. Um, so that's, that's a lesson I wish I had known. So for, for this next season, I think I'm going to, try and get the majority of it recorded first so that I can Oh really? coming out on a regular schedule so people aren't saying is he still doing that? I don't It's been 6 months. Oh there it is. Um But yeah, that's I think that was the hardest part for me. Um But yeah, like like I said there there's all different types of podcasts you can do. I've never done an interview one, so I I don't know like what's difficult there. Oh, it's got its own challenges. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think one, one thing that scared me off of that was like, I don't know enough people. Like I can't, I don't even know how to get started with finding people to talk to. Um, which I assume is probably a challenge at the start of it. And then once you get going, you can kind of build up that backlog of people. But, but yeah, I think that's probably just keeping to a schedule was the hardest part. Yeah, I can imagine. Honestly, dude, if, if, well, 
I'm actually going to ask this later, so I'll, I won't say anything, but <laughs> okay. So, so doing your research, you mentioned you do a lot of research. So in doing this, this, were there any bands that you found like when, once you started kind of reading up on them, you liked more and more or any of them that you liked less than before? Yeah. Um, so I, I tried to, when I, when I first set out, cause there were probably like eight bands that I didn't do, um, that I wanted to do in the first season. And it was just cause I couldn't find anything on them mm. or I couldn't find enough. Like it would have been like a seven minute episode. Um, <clears throat> which I've thought about maybe doing like a split series where I do multiple bands in one episode with those. Oh yeah. Um, but yes, I chose, I chose some ones that I knew everybody would know. And I chose some that I think, you know, most people might know. And, and I tried to pick some that I didn't know at all. Um, or like I knew of them, but I just never listened to them. And like the damned was one of those and they've, they've become one of my favorite bands. I just, I'd never given them the time to listen and it's their great crass was another one. Um, and I think I said at the beginning of that one, like I knew their logo, but right. that was about it. But like after reading on them, I, was like, I had so much respect for that band um, because they, you know, they, they did what they said. They weren't saying, you know, Oh, everybody should, should be like this. And then going off to, a nice house or anything like that they all they lived in like a commune basically yeah um the, those are the ones that come to mind um x-ray specs is one i never really listened to them before but after researching i kind of didn't care as much um and i think because once once i started doing the research i found like a lot of it was very much just a business it was like it seemed like polystyrene was like this is popular right now i can i can make a living doing this and not have to work a regular job but she didn't really care a whole lot about it um and then hmm. she lost her mind and that was bizarre but um yeah those those are the ones that kind of come to mind I'm looking at my, my shelf of books right now to see if I've if there's anything I've missed, <laughs> which is which has grown a lot over this. Oh, list. I bet. Like, so, how do you, you mostly? Oh, go ahead. Have you seen that series um, that just came out recently um, about that whole scene with Sex Pistols and and X Ray? No, um, I want to. It's, uh, it's kind of... I think weirdly, I think my dad has seen it, which is weird because he hates that band. Um, but, uh, I, I know like on Reddit, everybody was talking about it and it just turned into a bunch of hate for the sex pistols. And, you're, you're talking uh, about pistol. Yeah. Yeah. The pistol series. Yeah. But no, I, I haven't seen it yet. I, oh, okay. I plan to, but I, I can kind of, I kind of um, see what you're talking about. Like it being like a product thing where they were just cashing in. I can, I can oh, see yeah. that. I can see that angle oh, for man. sure. I mean, that's what that whole sex store was like the two owners, you know, it was like, let's have this big band who's like cause stirring up shit over here in the UK, have them wear our stuff, and all these other people are gonna go buy it. Like I, I just I totally go where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Um there's that that documentary, I think it's I don't want to get it mixed up because there's another one that sounds like Filth and Filth and Fury, 
I think is what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sex and that was one, like after watching that, because I was still pretty young. I was like, Sex Pistols are the greatest punk band ever because they're on everything. Um, and then after watching that, I was like, God, like, no. And <laughs> like Malcolm McLaren or what, what's is that his name? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I was, I was getting him mixed up with um, Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> Same person. And I was like, God, that guy is such an asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody, somebody just the other day, they were like, you know, Vivian Westwood? I was like, I know the name. Like, She's part of the, she owned that shop sex. It's like, God, I hate her. Um, <laughs> like, well, she died. And I was like, oh, now I'm an asshole, but okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That, that pistol series is pretty, it's entertaining. Is I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's just, it's so, some of it seems so stylized and it was hard for me to, to kind of get into it, but you do. And after the, after you're done, you, you kind of sit there and go, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty good. I remember reading a lot of controversy because um, like John Lydon didn't like the of way course. he was portrayed or something. And Never does. And they were like, well, 30, 40 years ago, we all agreed that it would be majority rule and we all want it. So, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have played himself and he wouldn't have agreed to the way he was portrayed. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Shay, with, with your podcast – what are like like your end goals? Like what are the what are the goals for Let's Talk Punk Rock? And do you ever think about like expanding and doing interviews or anything like that? Um no. Uh <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Not, not with not with interviews. Uh so when I when I started it, like I I'd read my wife got me a book on like podcasting and part of it was they said you know think about like who you want your audience to be not like as a whole but like just a couple people and i was like all right so me now somebody who who loves all these bands but doesn't know much about them and wants to learn more and then me as a kid who likes this music but doesn't know any of the bands uh so when i started it i kind of i every time I write an episode, I keep that in mind. I think of, of those two people. Um, I have thought about expanding, um, like not, not that show, but like making another one similar, but just a different genre, like grunge or, or something like that. Uh, something that doesn't really fit in this one, but sort of the same, <clears throat> the same setup. Mm-hmm. Let's talk grunge rock. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's rough because I mean, gosh, pa, you know, I, I've read a, some articles and I think I might have read a, a book about podcasting, and so much of it is just kind of like, did you find a lot of it was kind of common sense? Yeah, like you know, yeah, I yeah, kind of already. And a lot that. of it was like how to make money on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to make some money on it, but that's not, that's not my end goal in it. Right. Alex yeah. makes the big bucks for us. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as real as cryptocurrency to me, man. 
hypothetical money. It's nothing to be made. It's, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good volunteer hobby. It's something to do. Yeah, it yeah. makes me. It's, it's, it makes it's me a happy. conversation starter, right? That I never use because I don't want to like brag about myself. <laughs> I totally hear. I I feel I'm so. Like it makes me nervous. Like a lot of times, I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of do a little thing. I don't really want to talk about it." I had that conversation today as I walked out of work. This dude's like, "What do you got for the weekend?" I'm like, "I got to do some radio things." He's like, "Oh, you do radio?" I'm like, "Yeah, um, it's it's this and it's on this station, but you know, it's going to keep me busy." I kind of just like shrugged it off, like, "Eh." (laughs) "Don't want to explain it." (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, I got I got to get better at that though. But, but so you, you know, like we mentioned, you mentioned your Bad Brains episode. You've done stuff on the Stooges, Generation X, Damned. Um, and you mostly do like classic punk bands with the exception of like uh, you did Rancid, Operation Ivy, Distillers, No Effects. But are there any like new bands that, that you, not necessarily you think about doing an episode on, but new new bands that you listen to, that, like you're into? Um. Yes. Uh, so I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you mean by new. Like, how new? Like, maybe <clears throat> like, you, is anything local? Do you, have you ever had like any local bands open up for anybody and be like, yeah, those guys aren't bad? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I I used to because I a buddy of mine they used to do a lot of house shows in his basement. Um, so it was pretty easy to. You know, you'd go over there and be like, oh, I liked, I liked them. And then you'd buy their album or their shirt or whatever. Um, but yeah, I've got, I've got little ones in the house. So I don't really get out as much um, to go see a lot of those bands. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, like we mentioned the whiffs, if you ever yeah. see the, hear about the whiffs. Yeah. I wrote it down. <laughs> Like what was like if you, if you can recall like what was like um either the last thing you either purchased on digital or or maybe if you pick up records or CDs like what was the last like more current I guess in the last five ten years uh, album you bought if it you know if you can recall um I got the Linda Linda's album nice they made Very I was cool. pretty impressed with them so the one with like the little kid drawing on the on the cover of, the, of them with like cat heads. Is that, yeah. is that the one you, okay nice yeah and then uh there's a band the les stitches they mm-hmm. just came out with an album and i i ordered that um i mean they're they're not a new band but it's a new album yeah um, that counts Shay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> isn't that with the one on on sue on, on yeah it's yeah yeah, they, they did like a 300 pressing of it. I'm like, oh, I've got to get that. Because I was I was really into them for, for a long time. Oh, good band. Yeah. I think Alex is reaching for his his uh, his discography on, on <laughs> Sue Records. Is it Sue or Sue City? I think it's just Sue. But yeah, it, it, not doing a blog. There yeah, you go. there it is. There. Yeah, so that guy just reached out to me. He's like, "What's what's your address?" He didn't say hello. He didn't say I'm I'm Sean. He or 
you know, I, I remember his name. I think it was Ryan. I'm sorry. Either way, the guy who owns Sue uh, reached out to me, and he's like, "What's your address?" Nothing else. And I'm like, uh, "Hello, where <laughs> <laughs> who are you?" And like, this box shows up, and it's all this stuff. And I'm like, "Right on!" Like, that's awesome. Nice. So, yeah, I I have to listen. I have to process this now. I have to go through this later and see what it's all about because. I'm I'm the odd man out. I only knew like two of the bands that he had on his uh on his on his label. So that's really cool. You like picked up that guy's stuff of all things. It's yeah. kind of rad. Yeah, and that's just uh that was one of those bands that I wanted to do. Um, but I just I couldn't find enough. Um, but then I found you know found them on Facebook and just happened to be when they announced that that album was coming out. Was, yeah, and I and. He's a nice guy. I, I messaged him about an album they came out with like 20 years ago. And he was like, yeah, we still have those. Just send me this much on PayPal. And Yeah, his uh, name is uh, Ryan Myers. That's the guy's name. Yeah, I was, I was real, real excited to get that. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you, um, I mean, you're saying you probably weren't thinking about it, but if you ever do, you know, you were saying, I don't know who I'd reach out to or whatever. Social media has been like, it's like, I like to, you know, you want to hate it, but for me doing this sort of thing, you'd be surprised how kind and willing to do stuff people are. I mean, yeah. I, I think we just, you know, I, some of my favorite bands that I listened to because I had a, that blog and people send us stuff and I just like, Hey, I really liked your record. You want to do an interview? Yes. You know, you know, they, they were totally willing to help out and, and, and whatever just really, people are really kind out there. Just, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you may not think so, but they totally are. I've been really surprised by that. Um, so, um, we were talking about bands that, that you like that there just weren't enough written about. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, what are some of those bands that you wish someone would do a, like a deep dive into and, and write a good book on? Um, Pure Hell comes to mind because that was that was I think the first band that I wanted to do that I I when I realized like oh there's there's not a book on everybody. Um, yeah, I would I would really like that. Um, I feel like Negro Terror needs a bigger audience. I mean, they've got that documentary, but it's it's mostly about um, I can't remember his name. Their singer dying. Um, <clears throat> trying to think. Gogo Bordello surprised me. That was one that I figured surely, and maybe it's, they're mentioned in a book that I just haven't found. But I yeah, don't anything on them? Um, and I I just did. Uh, an episode on the adolescence and there's surprise. Like they've got, I don't know, like 12 albums or something. And there's not, there's no book on them. There's a lot of interviews with them. Um, they're mentioned in a couple books, but all the books say the exact same, you know, couple paragraphs. Right. Right. Cause I mean, there's so many of them going in and out and, the, Oh yeah. You know, it's like, and then these guys would, go and start another band and these guys, yeah. you know, and he would start. And then it's like, 
Yeah, but nothing. Yeah, nothing specifically on adolescents themselves. There, there's a flow chart on their website. Which oh, I, really? <laughs> I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, um, look at that. I for, I forget who. I think I think Frank Agnew made it, but it it shows like all the members coming in and coming out, and it also lists like the different bands that they started or came from. And it's oh, that's funny. Oh, I would. Uh, it's on the adolescence website. The, like, yeah, I think if you click like the about the adolescence tab. That's hilarious. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to look at that. Um, so in doing your research, obviously you've read a lot of books, you've seen a lot of movies, a lot of biographies. What have been some of your your favorites that you've come across? I mean, not um, even necessarily like your the favorite bands, but just you know, you're like, hey, that was pretty entertaining. So okay, um, so the unseen. Trip Underwood, he wrote he wrote a book called So This Is Reading. And that mm. was that was really entertaining to read. Um, I think that's probably my favorite one. Um No FX, they they did the hepatitis bathtub. Uh-huh. And that's that was surprisingly like I didn't I didn't go into it thinking it was gonna be a bad book, but uh-huh. it was it was really good. And I read that like when they wrote it. I think they did it through like interviews, um, but none of them talked to each other about what they had said as they were doing it. And that, that was like a rule they set up for themselves was that they wouldn't, so that they wouldn't influence each other's memories of how things went. Oh, or, interesting. Um, so that was, that was a really cool one. Um, and Billy Idol, his, his autobiography was pretty entertaining. Really? Yeah, I could only use about half of it for the show because I didn't I didn't want to go into like Billy Idol solo, solo stuff. stuff. I just yeah. wanted to do Generation X. But it was it was good enough that once I hit that point where Generation X was over, I I couldn't put the book down. I had to finish it. Um oh. yeah, he had he had a pretty good autobiography. Oh, I bet it is. That's interesting. Do you ever listen to uh, Fat Mike's podcast? I do. I do. His it's it's pretty funny. The best parts of I feel of that are the old the stories that he told that he used to tell about going to gigs in Southern California when he was a kid, going to go you know see TSOL and yeah all the you know I mean it's it's interesting. I don't necessarily can you know uh, endorse it or anything, but like all the violence and all the gang mm-hmm. you know crap that used to go on it's just interesting to hear they talk a lot about that in, in the book um, really yeah he, he talks about because they all kind of do their intro of like this is how i found out about punk and um how they met and and his is a lot of just like and i heard about this band and we went to the show and it was the scariest thing i'd ever seen um yeah yeah some do i went to see the dickies and some dude got stabbed or yeah you know, my friend was looking at this guy's girlfriend and they, you know, beat the shit out of him outside or whatever. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. And the, all the, the gang violence and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I find that interesting, but I guess it's because it's so different. You know, I mean, there was a little bit of that when I started going to gigs, but not to that extent. No. You know. <laughs> Nobody got stabbed. <laughs> You're in Phoenix, though. <laughs> that's why. Well, what? What's so? What do you? Think about that? There's, there's mean streets in Phoenix. I'll have you know, Alex. 
I don't know shit about Phoenix. I've never been there. I'm so sorry. There's corners even me being a Hispanic don't dare tread after nightfall. <laughs> I think uh, I think here in Kansas City we pop up on like the one of those most violent lists of cities, but it's all it's because if you look at like the amount of people, the amount of crime oh, per people, per- it's, it's just because we're all smashed together. It's not actually that bad. That's cool. Oh man, yeah. No, there's some creepy parts here. Yeah. So shape the comet. You hear the the, the, the comet that's going to split the Earth, or not necessarily split the Earth. It's going to hit the Earth, right? You got you got to run for shelter, right? You, you grab you grab five records to take with you into the uh, the hidden underground mountain shelter where you're going to burrow yourself in there for the next you know three five years. What what are the what are the records you take with you? That's such a hard question. Um, cause I, I, I've gotten really into, into collecting records. So I've got so many to choose from. Um, I know I would, I would grab I Nirvana's bleach is that was just, this is the first album I ever bought. Mm-hmm. Um, so good album and it has, has a special place for me. Great um, I think everything went black by black flag. Um, out of step with minor threats. I think, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, machine gun etiquette. Like I said, I, I got really, really into the damned after, after researching them. And then, uh, I don't know. What's, um, a fifth one. I don't, I don't know. You got to pick something a little more, on the light side, a little ABBA maybe or something to kind of keep it <laughs> the, uh, balanced. The, the Home Alone soundtrack. Home and Oats. Oh, gosh. I used to work a, a warehouse job and um, whoever, I think Uline, whoever we ordered the supplies from, they, they had like, you earn enough points from ordering so much stuff. And they had like gifts that you could choose from. And my boss every year would order Hall and Oates Christmas CD <laughs> because, because he would play it nonstop just to, just to piss us off. And eventually it would always go missing and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and bro- shattered in a million pieces behind yeah. the dumpster. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It just, it was in there and now it's, now it's not. So you always get that. Um, yeah, uh, the Ramones is their 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 first album. Cool, cool. Yeah, be a good one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, so- Jay, can you even answer that question? Um, what are the ones you would pick with you to have for the to be to be the the bunk the bunker rocker <laughs> the bunker <laughs> the, the the bunker buster? Um, yeah. Ramones is definitely good. Um, maybe First Clash. Maybe um, uh, I like I like jazz too. So maybe I take some some Bill Evans or some Art Garland. I take uh, Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Um, that's four. I need a good like a like a good rocker here. Ah, uh, minor threat would be good too. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, for something, I'm thinking maybe some gaggers. I think it's like it has to be some no front teeth stuff. So maybe the, uh, the gaggers first LP. Nice. So what about you, Smarty Pants? <laughs> I was just, I was just stoned because you like put him on the spot, right? I feel like they was like, <laughs> man, God, what? So I just wanted to throw it back. I don't know, man. Like today's mood, I'd just be like, uh, let's diversify. Sonic's boom. Like, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Maybe like Runaways, self-titled, first record, Cherry Bomb, man. Great, great jam. Um, okay. Trying to think of, oh, Buzzcock singles go on steady. Never, ever get sick of it. As you can see over my shoulder, I love that band. I love that art. I love everything about them. And they're cool people. Um, shit. Uh, yeah, you resort to looking around your room. Yeah, dude, I have to. I have to. I have to because I'm just like, what? I know, I know. What's, what's today? Oh, exploding fucking hearts, man. Oh exploding yeah, hearts. Yeah. Guitar romantic, fucking incredible. No front teeth, or sorry, dirt nap uh, stuff. You know. I'm trying to think of other things I never get sick of. But anyway, this is not my interview, man. I'm just going to go and hand it back over to Shay. Okay. Like you mentioned jazz. That got me thinking. I do need something for when I'm needing to chill a headache. Uh, oh, and T-Rex. Let's go with T-Rex. Chet, Chet Baker. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah. That would be a great one. Um, yeah. Awesome. Damn, if, too bad we could all end up in the same bunker. We'd have to swap <laughs> records. <laughs> So, so Shay, would you say you're more of like a, a sit down in the comfort of your own home and, and listen to a good record in peace kind of guy? Or are you more of a, you know, let's go to the hot sweaty punk show type? Um, now, now that I've got like little kids, I'm definitely staying at home. Um, and it's, it's, I have to kind of watch myself with like which albums I put on when they're around now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why the other day I was like, ah, dead Kennedys. That'll be a fun one. You know, there's a lot of energy will run around and it's like, ah, they don't need to be repeating any of this. <laughs> Daddy, why does this man want to kill the landlord? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, once, once they're older, I'll definitely be back out there. Um, I've reached that point where you know, like you're, your joints hurt and it's like, I'm not going to be getting in the pit anymore, but. Oh, dude, tell me about it. Yeah. Wait till you get to be like 48. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you now, Sonny. Oh. But yeah, dude, it, it, even like, I'm like, how did I used to stand in one place for three hours? For, you know, I'm like, I don't even know how I used to do it with that. You know, then you're like, you wake up and oh, my back or my yeah. <laughs> ankles, my knees, you know. Did I get in a fight? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the side of my face hurt so much? I don't know. So, Shay, you mentioned like buying like a lot of um records um more recently what's like mm -hmm. what, what's some of your like do you buy online like do you go to certain distros or certain um you know labels and stuff like where, um you know? not not really i don't have any any loyalty to one um usually if i if i do it online it's it's because it'll be like a pre-order um because i i like going i like going into the record shop i like you know flipping through the the bins and seeing what they've got 
Mm-hmm. Um, What's one of your local shops out there? Yeah, so I was going to ask too. Uh, well, there's only there's only one that I I go to anymore. It's um, Mills Record Company, and they're just they used to be on Mill Street. Now it's kind of a weird name because they moved. <laughs> um, but beyond that, I think most of them closed down that I would go to because they were kind of like those places where somebody had rented a house and then just turned the main floor into a record store and they lived upstairs. Wow. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like after, after COVID shut everything down for a while, I noticed they just didn't come back. Um, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, um, you got the podcast, let's talk punk rock. And we talked a little bit about this, but, were there any non-punk bands that you ever wanted to do a punk show or ever do a show about it all? Um, yeah. Um, like we, we'd mentioned like, like grunge music. Yeah. Um, which wouldn't be too big of a stretch, I think. Um, but you know, I trying to think of, ones that, that I think would be really fun to, to research. Um, like Screaming Trees is is, is a, a band that I'm a big fan of. I would, I'd really like to to look more into them. Um, Do you ever like Mud Honey? I think yeah, I, I saw them at the Riot Room um which isn't a place anymore. And it was, I got, I, I let myself get a little too into the show and, and I was kind of just rock rocking out. And I accidentally punched this lady in the face. Um, just kind of, you throw your fist up and her face happened to be there. And she <laughs> handled it so well where she, cause, cause I hit her hard and she just calmly kind of grabbed my arm and leaned over and she said, she said, I'm glad you're having a good time, but if you hit me again, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and, uh, so I said, sorry. And I, I moved to the, the other side of the crowd and, and I felt really bad about it for the rest of the night. Uh, but yeah, mud honey. I'm, I, I definitely, definitely a fan of mud honey. That's that's so funny. <laughs> if I see your fist, if you throw your fist out there again, you could be pulling back a stump, boy. <laughs> she, she was so calm about it. And I was just like, like it's mm. happened before. Yeah, it just it just I felt I felt so bad. <laughs> that's so funny. Instantly a child again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna go over here now. Oh man. Yeah, I I almost feel like grunge could be its own. I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, all the, not even just the bands that came from Seattle, but even other bands that were considered grunge, not from there, or even like other sub pop bands. It's like, I'm starting to think about it. I'm going down the rabbit hole. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so many, you know, seaweed, you know, um, uh, I mean, even another band that was from Seattle that's not 
grunge, uh, like the gits, you mm-hmm. know, um, stuff like that. It's like not another bands that other bands that don't seem to be written a whole, the fastbacks are from there that I don't you know. doesn't seem like a lot of has been written about them and they're great, but yeah, gosh, so many things. Well, and there's like a resurgence into the interest of like grunge music now, like from, you know, like younger, younger teens that are just like understanding like rebellious music. And they're just like, they haven't discovered punk, but they're like, they saw Nirvana shirt on, you know, you know, the, the weird squiggly frowny or sorry, happy face, you know, logo that's on a shirt. They'd be like, Oh, what's that about? And they go look it up and it's like, they that's their gateway like that's their dookie right they go and yeah. discover nevermind or bleach and they're just like holy shit what's all this so yeah i feel like there's definitely like a, a gap for that in in like the podcast world to be like in depth covering that you know i think that idea I, is really cool i like that it has like its own blocked off time frame too like it mm-hmm. started and it ended and yeah it's music like it is still played but nobody calls it grunge anymore it's just I, I mean, I don't know. Mets is I would consider Mets with a Z. Uh, those guys yeah. are like definitely a grunge band today. But I mean, even Idols has a little bit of grunge element going on. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's really like whatever people want to brand things. You know, it's this genre. Well, actually, it's not. I think we get Jay and I get into a debate about like what's the definition of is this a power pop band or are they just pop punk? Yeah, and it's like a, a never-ending debate between me, him, and Josh. We're just like, uh, well, I'm going to well, call it that. There, there's bands that like I have, I have on this, I have this massive list on my phone of bands just to keep them in my mind to do in the future. And there are some on there where I'm, I debate it, and I'm like, I, I would consider them, you know, some some subgenre of punk. But I know there's going to be somebody who's going to write me an angry email about how they're not or. So so somebody's going to throw a fit somewhere, no matter what. Oh, yeah, of course. Have you gotten a lot of that? Because I noticed you always say, if you feel on the end of all your episodes, feel free to correct me if anything. But have you ever gotten like fists waving at you? Not not really. I I had one guy send me an email um, and it wasn't angry. I think he just and and I get I get what he was saying later on Uh, when I did the rants, the rancid episode. He was like, you didn't, you didn't mention how severe of an alcoholic Tim Armstrong was. Because I, I mentioned that he had a drinking problem and it was severe, but I didn't go into a lot of detail. And a big part of that is I didn't know yet because I hadn't done the Operation Ivy episode. Um, mm. And once I researched that, I was like, oh, yeah, he was, he was on his way out if he didn't stop. Um so there was that. And the, the only time anyone has sent me a correction uh, was somebody in the UK correcting my, my pronunciation of, I think I, I said Chiswick records. Um, and I think I said Leicester. And, oh, okay. But that's, I mean, nobody's been angry. They've just been like, look, oh, look up cool. how to pronounce it first. Yeah. It's hard though, man. You know, it's like, I, I even like, I read comics and for uh, for the longest time, you know, you read these names and you, and you pronounce them in your head. And I didn't know it was pronounced Thanos. Like I was yeah. in my brain. I always said in my own, I was Thanos for some reason it's Thanos. And there's a, and I'm like Thanos. <laughs> Just stupid. I get, I get real nervous when I get surnames that I don't know. 
I'll like yeah. Google like how do you pronounce this, or I'll try to find an interview with them where they, you know, their name was right. announced first. Um, right. Especially now after I got that that one review telling me I, I pronounced those cities wrong. Oh, dude, we've mispronounced people's names on here plenty of times. Even when the, we're on the air with them, they're like, "It's not this, it's that," and we're like, yeah. "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, dude, it's, I mean, now, like, like how you were saying, even you just on, I use Google podcasts, but even if you go just search on Google podcasts, like Larry Livermore or, mm-hmm. you know, Ben Weasel, or just, just for example, you know, I know those are easy to pronounce, but, and then all the interviews that the podcasts that they've ever been on or mentioned or whatever, just pop up I'm like, ah, oh. so I've started doing that with some of our guests, There you, go. you know? Just so they can see, like you said, you can see how you pronounce some of these things. But, well, hey, man, I appreciate your time and lending us your evening here, Shay. What, where can people go to, to tune into Let's Talk Punk Rock? Get your merch. Get a hold of you. Um. <clears throat> so I, I put all that at, at the end of the episodes, just because I know that I forget them all. Um, I started a website as well, just to kind of keep all that in order. So let's talk punk.com. Um, because somebody has let's talk punk rock.com, um, which I went there and it's not a website. Somebody just owns the name. Sucks. Yeah. Um, so on there, uh, it's on Apple. Um, actually don't really know what all it's on. I just, it's on pretty much any major, all the major yeah. platforms. I know for sure it's on Google. It's on Spotify. When, when I started, I, I looked for like the cheapest way to do everything. Um, like all, all the merch is on T public, um, which I would recommend going to the website first and then clicking merch because it's really hard to find. Cause there's just so much on T public. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, yeah, there's, there's a, a Patreon and a, a Kofi, coffee, however you pronounce it. I, I've kind of tried to put myself in, in everything. Um, we talked about like social media. I didn't have any of that before starting this. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to create it to reach out to people. Um, there's a Facebook and a Twitter. The email is just let's talk punk rock at gmail.com. Um, which I'd like more emails. I don't, I don't get too many of those. I'll be sure to send you some some finger finger wagging ones. There you go. <laughs> so, um, speaking of your merch, tell me a little bit about your logo. Like, how did you draw? You didn't draw that, right? You got you had somebody do that. Yeah. Uh, so, Granddaddy Long Greg, um, which is just a name that we started calling him. He he works for for a company where he designs and you tell him like, I want this done. He used to paint motorcycles and things like that. And he created it for me. Um, So I know like my last like three or four episodes, I've said like, there's another image coming for people that actually buy the merch. Um, And it's, I mean, he does it for free. So I'm not, I'm not pushing it. I've seen it. The thing that he's, he's making. Um, I did ask him to change the, the color of the words on it because it was like dare colors and it looked like the dare logo almost <laughs> um but yeah it's he 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 made that for me 
Um, and I'm trying, I'm really trying to get him to make his own tea public. Cause I was like, there's really not a whole lot you have to do because they take such a massive yeah. cut. Um, like you just have to upload your image and they're, they're pretty good um, as well. Like if you order anything from them and there's any issue, like they don't, they just send you another one. Um, it's nice. It's, they're, they're pretty easy to deal with. I have like seven of my own hoodies because of that. Um, Cause I kind of just wanted to see, I was like, this one's a little faded. And like, here's another one. Like the stitching's odd on this Like, Here's another one. <laughs> um, and eventually they, <laughs> eventually they were just like, all right, well, there's nothing we can do about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this one smells like cat pee. <laughs> <laughs> It's slightly off centered. I can't. Um, so that's and and they're even. I said I had one. They sent me and I, I was like, turns out I'm fatter than I thought. Uh, and they they just sent me the next size up. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good to work with. That's cool. Yeah, the massive site. Yeah. So hey, <clears throat> we'd like to thank our guest. Shay of the Let's Talk Punk Rock podcast for for sitting in with us today. Please go and and tune in to the Let's Talk Punk Rock podcast and check out his merch and support him. What he does is is good. He's doing a good thing out there. With that, uh, this is the Born Too Late Show signing off here on WFMU. <laughs> <laughs>